Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 101, Veronica. Until today, this podcast remains unexplained. I think it'll stay that way probably, too. Probably. Yeah, we have no yeah. explanation for ourselves. No, so. I certainly cannot <laughs> explain myself to any satisfaction of anyone. Not even to myself. Mm-mm-mm. Nope, myself <laughs> is completely bewildered by mm-hmm. me. Yes. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Chaos. I'm your host, Carnage. And uh, this week, we did an episode. We, we did. Were you going to announce the movie again? <laughs> I yes. started to, yeah. <laughs> why don't you tell people who we are, what we do, and why we do it? Yeah, I know how to do this. I know. I'm just adding the why we do it. Why do we do this? I don't know. Carnage, why do you do this show? Why do you do this show? To cleanse my soul. To cleanse your soul. My soul's so dark, so doing horror movies helps cleanse it. Yes. I mean, I figure <laughs> I would be obsessed with horror movies anyway. I might as well. I would be talking about them like this anyway. Mm-hmm. Might as well broadcast it. And also world peace. Also to make friends and have world peace. World peace. And end hunger in the world. How are we doing on that goal? Really shitty. Yes, we are. <laughs> Really, really, really shitty. shitty. <laughs> but we did have sushi, so we ended our hunger. Yeah, we we can't. We are capable of ending our own hunger with delicious sushi from the grocery it's store. Not delicious tonight. Oh, mine was good. Was it? Yeah, mine was not great. Mm. It kept falling apart on the fork. Oh, I hate so that. That's why I use my fingers. So I'm like, screw this. I'm not going to eat it piece by piece. So that's way too much information. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, we are two best friends of 20 years who love to bicker and banter about horror movies. Each week we take turns picking a different movie to deconstruct. We take you through it. And we do trivia. We do opinions. We do arbitrary awards. Uh, fan fiction. All kinds of things. So this week, how about you take it away from here? This week, we did Veronica. It was done in 2017. It was TVMA, because I think it was a Netflix film. It was an hour and 45 minutes long, and it got a 6.2 on the IMDb scale. We should say that this is a Spanish film. Yes, yes. it is a Spanish language film from Spain. There is also a 2017 movie called Veronica, that is a Spanish language film, but Mexican. Oh, from 2017. Are you serious? Yes, and it's about um, a therapist who gets involved with a possessed patient or something. Which one did we watch? I'm just kidding. I know which one we watched. I'm just kidding. That's crazy, though. Couldn't have named her Veronica or something. Veronica, slightly <laughs> something slightly different. That wouldn't confuse me. Veronica, uh, Veronico. I don't. I mean, yeah. I don't know why. It seems like a bad idea, yes, but somebody it does. did it. <laughs> so, um, why don't we go through the cast? It sounds good to me. All right, cool. So, Veronica. This was uh, Sandra Escasina. Uh, this was her first role. And she, I have nothing on any of these actresses. No, well, I'm. I know. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, they're all Spanish for she one was thing. Amazing. But um, she. This was her first role. She was how introducing. Get, how do you get like a starring role right out of the gate? I don't like, know. Like you are. You are the title. Like she tested well, I guess. She's amazing. She did a really good job. I mean, I can see why they gave it to her. Lucia was Bruno Gonzalez. 
Irena was Claudia Placer. Yeah, it sounds about. I took French, so I have no idea. Antonito, so adorable little Antonito, was Ivan Shavaro. Anna was Anna Torrent. Sister Death was Consuela Trujillo. Rosa was Angela Fabian, and Diana was Carla Compra. That was very good. I My pronunciation would have been so much better. It would have been like Trujillo. I- <laughs> Consuela Trujillo. Well, the only... I'm tr- I'm sure I got them all wrong, but I at least tried because try. I did take Spanish. I but, did not try. Yeah. Yeah. I tried. I mean, I don't think I did very well. I never could do the accent. I always got like points taken off for not being able to do an accent. And I also I can can't tell. roll my I'm R's. I can't either. Only certain people could do that because it's like flutter tongue on the flute too. Yeah. Only people could do I, it. Can't, I can't do it. Never been able to. Uh, do you want a little summary? I would love of Carnage's five second summary. Okay. Three innocent Catholic schoolgirls play with a Ouija board. During a solar eclipse. During a solar eclipse. And things go very fucking awry. Very. For one of them. Very awry. It's not fair. It only goes awry for one of them. I know. It sucks. The other two, nothing bad happens no. to them. They're like, and they, and, and spoilers ahead, I know we said it, but they totally like distance themselves from her. Yeah. That's when you need your friends is when you're being possessed by a demon. You know, when you had a demon stalking you. Right. Exactly. I don't know why. Th- I never understood really why they did pull away from her, except they like. They said she was acting weird. Well, they said she was t- saying weird things, but I say weird things all the time and we're still friends. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It was weird. I thought because it's the day of the solar eclipse. Veronica, she is the oldest. She's about 15. She's 15, yeah. She is the oldest of four siblings. They, Their father died not too long ago. Their mom is now a single mom working all the time. So Veronica is raising her siblings. Mm-hmm. She has an enormous amount of pressure on herself. And she really misses her dad. So during the solar eclipse, when everybody's outside on the roof looking at the eclipse... She and her two friends are down in the basement playing with the Ouija board. That's Rosa and Diana. Di- yeah. Right. Um, and they're trying to contact her father. And weren't they trying to contact one of the other one's uh, boyfriends, too, that died on a motorcycle? What? Oh, yeah. Diana wanted to reach her late boyfriend who had died in a motorcycle they accident. They didn't even bring that up. Yeah, they, they did. It was in the just, film. like, all about her dad. They did it. They mentioned it in the film, but it was, like, one line, and then you never heard about it again. I guess so, because I don't remember that yeah. at all. And then I also remember the other one having a boyfriend on a motorcycle. I'm like, well, isn't he supposed to be dead? Oh, it's a new boyfriend. Okay. New boyfriend. Wow, she got over him quick. She's got a Kinda type. Rude. You know, I'm just saying. I think it was actually... No, it was Diana's. Yeah, it was Diana's was boyfriend. Was it Diana's boyfriend? Wow. Yeah. Jeez. That's kind of gross. Weird. Yeah. Anyway. So they do talk to something, but spoiler alert, is not her dad. No. And then they get interrupted before they can do anything else. So they just uh, leave. They don't end end the seance correctly. They just leave. Right. Well, Veronica passes out. The Ouija board splits in half. Right. It it seems like the lights blow out because it all happens at the same time as this eclipse. Right. Yeah. So they don't say goodbye. Right. And they, you see her again in the nurse's office thinking she's got an iron deficiency. Yeah. Or it could be her period or something. Yes. Because it's always your period. Or she's pregnant, one of the two. Right. Shortly after that, things start going really fucking whacked out for her. Mm-hmm. She 
freezes up during dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, we see this mysterious shadow figure before she does. Yeah, it's following her around. It's really creepy. You just see it reflected in other things, like other surfaces, like the TV. She never even sees it, that it's standing behind her, and she gets up and she leaves the room, and we can just see it reflected in the TV, and it's so creepy. Right. And she's having, like, nightmares, too, and, like, bite and claw marks appear on her body. Mm-hmm. She's hearing she's got things. bruises. She tries to go back down to the basement to get the Ouija board and, you know, to get everything. And that's when she runs into Sister Death. I mean, we see Sister Death ahead of time because Sister Death has her. She's blind. Mm-hmm. And she's got her eyes on Veronica when they're she's walking the kids home from school. Yep. Which is just weird because she can't see anything. But she's like, right. Like, focused on Veronica. But we run into Sister Death again in this basement. Mm-hmm. And she knows. Like, somehow she just knows what's going on with Veronica. She's like, you didn't complete the seance properly. You have to fix what you did. You have to undo what you did. It's like she can smell the spirits around her. It's Mm -hmm. the weirdest thing because she gets really close to her smelling her. Mm -hmm. But she also says, she also lets out that she ran into a similar thing. She doesn't go into great detail, but she was haunted by spirits too. She actually blinded herself. Yes, because she thought then she would be able to stop seeing the spirits. But it turns out, apparently, in this world's universe, in this movie's universe, if you blind yourself, you can still see spirits. And they somehow. still haunt you. Yeah. And they still haunt you. Yeah. Well, I think she was thinking, too, like, if I don't see them, it won't happen. Like, if I don't see it, it won't exist, which is, isn't the case with these spirits. No. At all. No. So she... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, we also know during this time that Veronica's got three days to live. Yeah. They established that before Veronica... Veronica doesn't know this. No, her friends do. But her friends do because she whispered to them that she was going to die in three days. On a certain day, yeah. And they have a, a, a scale, like a thing where it's kind of... Like they do a, like a, they tell you like, okay, they start out and then they go back three days and they tell you three days ago. Right. She's getting her kids, her siblings up for school. Which they don't even tell you that. And so like she goes to, she's like, why are they avoiding me? They're having a party without me. Like, what the fuck's going on? So she goes to confront her friends, and that's when they tell her that's what she whispered to them. And that's why they're distancing self. Which makes no sense, really. It seems like a shitty thing to do if you're a friend. It seems like a plot hole. Yeah. Like, they just wanted to get, like, they they just wanted to get rid of Like, they were only necessary for that one scene. Right. And then they didn't want to use them anymore, so they're just kind of like, okay, this is why they're right. not going to talk to them. Well, and then also it has to defeat Veronica's idea of, okay, well, we'll just perform the seance again and this time we'll end it so she's like trying to get her friends to do this with her and they want nothing to do with it because it was really creepy and scared them right right and they don't care that they didn't end it properly yeah they don't care so she's trying to protect these kids she's basically their mother she's basically their mother and the she's really worried that the demon's gonna start bothering her siblings um, and they, it does bother mm-hmm. her siblings, and she's really worried about it. That she's the nun warns her she's got to protect them from the demons, and uh, she's really worried about doing that. She's really worried about just taking care of her her siblings anyway. I mean, she's already having to be their mother, and then she has to save them from this force that only she can see. Right, and she actually subscribes to these occult magazines. They're kind of cool. Yeah. So one of the things I thought was cool, she she finds these Viking protection symbols, mm-hmm. and she draws them, and she's hanging them up across their bed. 
as she hangs them up all over the room mm-hmm. from the ceiling. Doesn't help. No. The they, demon ends up The demon, them. like, lights them on fire and they burn up. Yeah. She's like, this is fun. Let me, let me fuck with you a little more. <laughs> She's having, like, vivid nightmares about Antonio and... Antonito. And, and thank you, Antonito. I want to call him Antonio. I don't know why. He's so cute, though, with his little glasses. Mm-hmm. And the twins, Lucia and Irene. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Irene's name, am I? I think it's Irina. Is it Irina? Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, having vivid dreams about them, about, um, you know, attacking them. And she even wakes up. She she goes into the twins' room, and she thinks a, she sees a spirit attacking uh, Lucia. And she's trying to grab this demon off, but when Lucia wakes up, it's Veronica with her hands around Lucia's neck. And Lucia's like, why were you strangling me? What's up? Right. She's freaking the kids out. She ends up flipping the beds over. Yeah, she somehow finds, like, this stain that goes, like, all the way through her mattress and over onto the other side. So then she goes slipping, like, all the kids' mattresses over, and they've all got these weird stains on the other side. I don't know. Was that, like, the... I didn't get it. And I I wondered, too, if it was connected. So here's my thought. So there was a part in the movie where the neighbor comes down. He's like, we've had water. We've had mold, blah, 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 blah. It's coming from your apartment. I thought it was just mold stains. But I was like, that's weird for them to be there. And no, I kind figured of it, it had to have been because of the demons. Okay. Like they weren't like probably if her mom went up there and she wouldn't see anything kind of thing. Like, you know, yeah, because whenever her mom was there, nothing happened. Yeah. So like, it's just stains that are connected to this demon and in, in her mind. Right. And her mom actually loses her patience with her at one point. Cause she's, she took all the kids. She grabbed them. She's like, grab all your mattresses. We're asleep in the living room, mm-hmm. and her they they hear noises and they think it's that demon, mm-hmm. but it's really her mom coming home, right? And, and she she, she says to her mom that um you know like the demons don't bother the kids, the demons don't come around, the demon doesn't come around when her mom's home, right? Mom can't be home forever; she's a working mom, but so. mom's never home, so right. that's a problem. Eventually, since she can't get Rosa and Diana to do the. What is it called? Seance. Yeah, seance. She decides in her infinite wisdom, she's going to have the twins do it with her. Because let's right. protect the twins, but let's also have them do a seance with us. So. Um, she has Antonito draw the protective symbols on the walls, um, but he flips to the wrong page <laughs> and he starts drawing symbols of invocation on the walls to actually pull energy to her what does that mean does that mean to invite the demons in almost yeah invocation is is when you are when you're invoking something you are calling on it okay so is that why okay so when they do the seance and she says goodbye goodbye and is that why he won't leave the that's demon? right that's why the the spirit refuses to say goodbye because she unknowingly invited it in god um she calls the police when the spirit snatches Antonito, um, she does manage to grab him back and escape with um, Lucia and Irena, Irena. But they get to the, the they get to the front door. The elevator. No, it was the elevator. The elevator, and the kids are like, "Where's Antonito?" And she looks, and she's like holding nothing. Which so is she's so like, weird. "Oh shit!" Which yeah, was so like trippy. Like the poor girl. So then, like, instead of being almost home free, she has to run back up to the apartment and look for him. And the demon has him in the bathtub. I thought he was in her wardrobe because he was plugging his ears because she told him once that 
Uh, Antonita came with her and said, I saw daddy in a dream and he was calling me. He wanted oh, me to come yeah. with She's, him. She returns to find her brother hiding in a closet and calling her name because she told him if if daddy comes, it's not really him. Don't listen to him. Just just hide and plug your ears and call my name. And that's what she finds him doing in this wardrobe or closet. Right. Right. So she finds him, but he won't go with her. So she looks at herself in the mirror and she sees the demon realizing that she has been possessed by the demon the entire time and had been harming her siblings under its control. So to protect her siblings and save them from the demon, she ends up stabbing herself. She, yeah, she tries to slit her own throat, but the demon stops her and the police enter just then to find her being attacked by an invisible force and uh, she passes out. The medics carry her and Antonito out while a shaken detective observes the scene. He watches a framed photograph of Veronica suddenly catch fire. Is that when he's notified too that she dead? That is when he is notified that she's dead, Yeah. yeah. Which is sad. Which is so sad. Five years later in 1996, he reports, uh, he gets reports of unexplained paranormal activity uh, happening in Madrid. And it's uh, explained that the movie is based on the true events of the first police report in Spain, where a police officer certifies having witnessed paranormal activity. Yeah, it's true. True story. True story. Yeah, I have it here. Hold on. It's based on Estefana Gutierrez Lazaro and her family in 1991. Estefana was a 19-year-old, 18-year-old who played Ouija with her two classmates. They started experiencing very strong paranormal activity. Um, She died on August 14th of that same year, six months after playing the Ouija board. The paranormal activity actually increased after her death. And um, it was filed by the uh, Spanish Policia Nacionale, which details the supernatural events in her home. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it's very cool. I want to read that. Yeah, definitely. I wonder if we can find what the report or what happened or something. I think so. Maybe on mine we could find it. Definitely. Put it in the show notes, I mean. Oh. Not just for shits and giggles. Well, no, for shits and giggles, I like that the best. (laughs) You know what? Um, I wanted to tell you, too, because I was looking through the trivia of this, and there's not a whole lot. That was the biggest piece. But you made mention. So in the final climactic scene, there's a picture of a um, pack of wolves chasing a deer. And you're like, that painting changed. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't see it. Yeah, the, the deer is gone. It is. Where it's consumed by the wolves. Symbolizing uh, Veronica's. Oh, I had it here. Symbolizing Veronica's uh, situation. Yeah, she got eaten by the wolves. Pretty much, yeah. The Vasilalas case or something like that. Oh, there's so much stuff here. The death theory. They didn't say how she came. Oh, unsolved mystery. It's an unsolved mystery still as of 2018. I just can't believe. I Like, just because she played with a Ouija board and then she died six months later, like, that could be a total coincidence. Um, apparently, there was furniture moving around while they were in there. While the police were inside the home. And lots of loud bangies that weren't explained by anything else. That's what they're saying. Uh, they hear what sounded like a fairly large and heavy boulder rolling across the balcony's tiled floor. And then a wardrobe nearly hit one of the officers while uh, moving around inside the room. Hmm. So. Likely story. And apparently Estefania was saying that she was seeing strange people inside their house. Shadowy beings that um, were uh, appeared and then disappeared. They were moving stuff. 
loud ruckuses. She began to uh, feel, feel ill, uh, mysteriously passed away in her bedroom with no official cause of death. Uh, Stefania's parents attributed it to her involvement with the occult, which makes no sense. <laughs> no. But, yeah, electronic uh, slamming of doors, electronic appliances turning off and on, faint whispering, shadowy beings haunting all of them after that. Yeah, they found no medical professionals when it came help, and there was no official cause of death ever. Yeah, okay, whatever. So. It was probably like a heart attack or some kind of undiagnosed brain cell anemia or something. something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like to believe in it. I like to think it's a real thing, but yeah. I don't know. So, what did you think of this movie anyway? Oh, you got that face on. You don't like it? No, not really. Really? Yeah. I'm the other way. I think it was like, it was good. It was kind of scary in parts, and I like that. I didn't think it was scary. Um, it was trippy in areas too, which I kind of like. I liked um, how they presented the demon. Like you turned around and there was the demon right there. And um, I thought there were plot holes. Yeah, there were gaping plot holes. Mm-hmm. I don't like that Sister Death was only there for a little bit. I mean, like she um, was a pretty cool character. Yeah, but she was very much the Marigold. I feel like too. Yeah, she was because. And if you want to talk about the Marigold, is so the Marigold is the person, place, or thing that exists in the movie just to spout exposition, which mm-hmm. I believe that uh, Sister Death qualifies for because that's literally all she does. Yeah, it's sad. She could have a bigger role, you mm-hmm. know. She didn't. Yeah. Um, I thought Veronica, the girl that played Veronica, Sandra, was very good. The kids were adorable. They were so shits. adorable. I found Mother to be lackluster. Yeah. So the 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 friends were very cardboard, two-dimensional. Yeah, I didn't get the friends. They, were, they didn't make sense to me. Yeah. And maybe there's nuances we didn't catch because it was... I mean, I, I get why, like, she she it was you know they wanted her to be like isolated but Mm -hmm. um i just i i didn't think it was believable so it was weird i just maybe she'd keep uh, maybe she said she would kill them if she came near them or something you know like threaten their lives then yeah something not just like you're acting weird so now we don't want to be friends with you anymore i'm gonna die in three days okay well i'm gonna distance myself now so it's not harder in three days (laughs) yeah you know very very strange (laughs) but i like the um spook element of it the spooky element of it like i mm-hmm. love that part of it i think that it was very done well with the shadowy figures and the uh dream sequences and the kids did very well i think too the little ones because it's hard to get a get it like an antonito mm-hmm. you know very antonito so adorable so cute i don't have any trivia do you no i tried to look some up but i didn't really find anything it's really um, hard with foreign flicks yeah, that is a problem. Plus, it's newer. Yeah. Plus, it's not like a big deal. Like, I'm sure there's no like commentary, like director's commentary track that I could even listen Mm-mm. to, even if I owned the DVD or something. Which you're not going to buy, right? No, of course not. Okay, I would I not buy so. this movie. No. <laughs> I, I, do you want to rate? I didn't. I just didn't think it was very scary. Um, I thought Sandra S. Casina did well. As Veronica, I really felt for her mm. having to raise her siblings and her mom being absent and her dad being dead. And she obviously really missed her dad and everything going wrong for her. It was just terrible. Yeah. Um. So I, I did really feel for her. They did make me care about her character. Agreed. And of course, her siblings were just so adorable. But I couldn't really get into the story. Okay. 
it just it didn't scare me it was i there were parts that were cool like i liked when she we can see the demon behind her but she doesn't see it mm-hmm. and like it's reflected in something and it's really tense you know because you're like what's it gonna do um so like scenes like that were cool but uh i just overall just wasn't that entertained i did like the use of space how they had it so their their apartment building was u-shaped yeah so you could look through like the kitchen window and see like the kids window and you saw the dark figure over there so that That was cool cool when she was in the kitchen and she could see the demon in the kids bedroom Mm -hmm. and she runs around the u to try to to catch it you know to stop it from hurting her siblings yeah that was great because that was so scary Mm -hmm. because you feel like you're so far away even though you could see it right there so creepy yeah that was creepy yeah but yeah so i don't know i i um you want to rate yeah i'm ready to rate well it was my pick technically so i'll give it a five okay um i did enjoy it a little more than that so i'm gonna go like a 6.72 okay i might watch it again actually just to see if there's things I didn't pick up that I didn't get the first time. Yeah, I definitely won't be watching it again. And we'll not watch it together. That's okay. I'll watch it at home. Sorry. All right. Um, I have no fan fiction. If okay. I would pair Sister Death with Veronica. Mm-hmm. And they would go demon hunting together. Definitely. That's my pairing. Okay. Like Sounds hunting. good. Demon not hunting. Not necessarily like a sexual pairing, but like demon hunters. No, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Um, should we pimp it out? Yeah, let's do that. Um, we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Radio Network. Uh, MorbidlyBeautiful.com is a wonderful horror news site with uh, movie reviews, interviews, fan fiction, fan art, comics, anything horror. You can find it there. Um, and check out our the other podcasts that we share our network with because they're pretty awesome, too. Um, we are on all the social medias. Oh, we are hosted by anchor.fm slash podcast at night. We are on Google Podcasts, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere there are podcasts, you can find us. We are on social medias at podcast at night. We are on Facebook. We have a Facebook community. We have a Twitter and we have a Instagram. We also have our own Instagrams. I am chaos at night. Carnage is carnage at night. And uh, if you would like to support us, but you don't have any money, we could really use a a review, iTunes or wherever you listen. Take a screenshot of that and send it to us at podcastatnight at gmail.com and we will send you a free sticker. We also have a Redbubble store where you can get merch, t-shirts, mugs, bags, uh, cell phone cases, just about everything, including a shower curtain. Yay! Even it's really fucking expensive, but we have a shower curtain. Um, and so that link is in our show notes. Um, so that's everything from me, Chaos. So I will just say goodbye and stay bloodthirsty, friends. Good night from Carnage, and as always, we're filmed in front of a live studio audience of ghost kitties. Wow.